0: hello and welcome to the astro coaching podcast this is your host amber brown and i am so glad that you are here to listen to this message we talk everything about empowerment here using two of my favorite resources astrology and coaching and we dive into many other topics of different avenues and vehicles available to support our own healing growth and freedom thank you again for being here and i hope you really love this episode Hey everybody, thank you again for being here. I just love recording these episodes and getting to have these conversations with you. (laughs) So thank you for being here. I have been thinking about this topic today for a couple of months and it feels finally like the right time to bring it up. And it's a pretty uh, vulnerable topic for me to share, but I feel like it's a needed conversation, and it is about abstinence, celibacy, and being alone, being single. And I wanted to bring this up because I've been on this, what feels to me like a pretty radical journey of abstinence and being embracing my singlehood. Uh, if you've listened to any of my previous podcasts, you may have heard already that I am navigating divorce currently. I was with my partner for nine years, and we separated seven months ago, eight months ago, and we are co-parenting really well, thank God. And um, for the past three Four, year, and yeah, four years now, I have been on a journey of healing, re, healing my dynamic with relationships, especially in my intimate relationships with men through a 12 step program. And, um, I'm, I'm in recovery. So 12 step is not new to me, but it's really been helping me heal my relationship with intimacy, specifically emotional and physical intimacy. And in my past, before meeting my ex husband, I really struggled with my relationships with men, specifically like young adult men. Um, I was a lot younger back then, but so that plays a role in it. But I would honestly pick the sickest dude in the room and (laughs) would have the most toxic relationship with them that I just could not leave because. I was addicted. I was hooked and I would pick these emotionally unavailable boys who reminded me exactly like my dad and the dynamic I had with my dad who was very unavailable and a lot of it was trauma bonding from you know my to sexual template that I got from my sexual abuse in childhood and it was like the perfect you know I I'd, I'd meet these boys who were just the perfect storm of what felt most like home to me, which was men who were not available and uh, would never be available and that had this like oozing of lust because that made me feel wanted and special and when they would give me that attention, it was like the ultimate licking of that wound that was never really fully healed and was just seeking for anything to feel okay. So I I when I met my husband, you know, it was I I kind of sh- I shut all that down and went on the opposite end of the spectrum where I really went into sexual anorexia and um and that's when I sought out this program and have really healed my relationship with myself, with my body, with my relationships all my relationships my relationships with women my relationships with with work with my kids with my you know ex with the masculine i've i've healed so much I'm with my parents i mean i've healed so much in terms of relationships over the past 4 years and after i left my husband back in july of 2023 during venus retrograde i you know, I was like three and a half, you know, three and a half years into this recovery program of relationships. And I was like, well, what am I going to do about dating? Like, do I date? Do I not date? And I really sat with that question with myself for a long time. Actually, probably the last this whole time, (laughs) at least the last six months, I've sat with that question with myself and, and have had some conversations with, with some men, um, and have decided that dating is not for me right now. And, um, I'm going to continue my abstinence journey. I've been abstinent sexually since December of 2019. So I just, um, sorry, no, 2020, December of 2020, and so i just came i just passed 3 years of being abstinent sexually and you know some of that was not planned i mean i was still in my marriage for a lot of that time for a lot of that time and a lot of that was not planned it wasn't what i wanted for for a long time but it was but i had gotten to a point with my own relationship with with my body and with sexual intimacy where I was not willing to shut myself down just to make somebody else happy. Because when I would do that, I was re-traumatizing myself and I was causing harm to myself. So I was, I started to choose me over choosing the really, you know, the relationship really the, the, the other and, or the other person. And now that I'm in singlehood, and not in a relationship, I feel like I've I I get I I want to continue that journey. I want to continue that journey of choosing me. And, you know, it's it's hard. I mean, a lot of days it's really hard. It's lonely, you know, especially when I'm in I'm in my house, my empty house <laughs> and uh it's quiet and there's no kids, there's no friends, you know, when it's just me. And it's, it's hard, you know, it's hard to not, to not be on dating apps. It's hard to not be messaging people that I maybe shouldn't be messaging. Um, it's hard to not distract myself in scroll holes, but I will say like, I've put a lot of thought and intention into, and you know, well, let me, let me say one more thing before I move into that, but is that it's, it's also been really Interesting dynamic for me in my journey of abstinence, where I've been also trying. I've been also trying to reconnect with my sexuality in a healthy way. Like, what is, what does sexuality mean to me? What, what do I want that to look like? What do I want it to feel like? How do I want to dress? How do I want to feel in my body? What do, how do I want to express myself? Dance has been a huge part of that journey for me, and I've, I recorded an episode about ecstatic dance, which and how much it's changed my life. And I highly recommend finding some kind of hobby to express yourself in a creative way because I really feel like it's such a healthy expression of our sensual, sexual nature in a way that's safe and contained and uh, grounded and healthy. And for me, that's, that's dance is one of them. Um, but it's also been, it's also been an interesting dynamic of finding that those boundaries, you know, like getting in touch with my sexuality and my sensual nature while having a container on it so that it's not bleeding into a dynamic with someone that's maybe not healthy for me or is a distraction or isn't the direction that I really want to go in. But I think what I was, I was wanting to say, um, what I was wanting to go into was, around um what was I wanting to go into it was something to do with um it was about the intention that I've been putting into my vision around this and you know maybe what feels good in the short term versus what I want in the long term and you know I've come to learn about myself that If I'm coming from a place of reaction about something or if I'm feeling like a really strong need for something, I can't fully trust that because there's something about that intensity that is maybe not screaming, but like loudly acknowledging that there's an unmet need under the surface there's something about that strong reaching out that is saying i i i have an unmet need here or i'm or i'm trying to distract myself from something that i'm not wanting to sit with right now and this is something that i know that really works that makes me feel better like immediately and honestly I don't know if it's cuz I'm a sex and love addict or if it's because I have trauma with my dad and sexual abuse with a family member. I I don't it's probably all the above, but um I, I there's no high that <laughs> like a toxic dude that is a trauma bond situation. There's no other high in the world for me. Like that is the ultimate high and and I've spent many decades of my life hiding that in, in a dirty little secret closet that I didn't want anyone to see because I didn't want people to see my imperfectness and I I I wanted to keep it under control. You know, I wanted to uh, it to not be seen so that I could still act out in it. And now that I've put that out into the open and I've done a lot of work on that and I'm not acting out in that and I haven't been acting out in that for a while, it's something that I've been able to really detach from and I can really see it and I can really, I can really acknowledge it. And I actually record a different podcast um, called um, Saying No to the Toxic Pattern around where I, I caught myself feeling triggered by someone that I met in a social circle that I that I am in and how much that really activated that part of me and at first I was like oh my god this feels so good like I want to move towards this and then I was able to catch myself like oh wait hold on there's a reason why all of a sudden I'm feeling this way towards this person and that this is not what the direction I want to go in because I know exactly how this is going to play out I'm going to get wrecked My feelings are gonna get hurt, and then I'm not gonna wanna go to this social circle anymore. And then I'm gonna like wonder every time I go here if I'm gonna see this person, are they gonna be with somebody else? Like, blah, 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 blah. And that is not the experience that I want to have in my life today. I have too much peace and serenity, and that I've worked so hard for that I do not want to risk losing. So that's the intention that I've put into my vision around what I want in my future. That is my guide for this area of my life. Do I, you know, and thinking about like how, if I do want the X type of relationship at some point in my life, you know, what do I, what do I need to be right now? What do I need to do right now? Coming from a coaching perspective, like how can I bring that into my daily life right now? so that I can create that in my life. And if I think about, you know, the type of person that I want to be with, I, you know, I asked myself that question, like, am I showing up as that person right today now? And the answer was, was no, not, not fully like, yeah, some areas, but not all of them. So that's what I'm doing now. And honestly, it feels so damn good. It feels so damn good to be behaving in that way that, that feels like who I want to be with. I'm like, oh my God, this is so unbelievably fulfilling and it's so freeing. It feels so good to be in the middle of a sexually charged dance room. <laughs> and I don't give a fuck who's looking at me or who's looking at who, or if this girl is being looked at by this guy. Like, I don't I I go into most spaces nowadays and I don't even care. I don't even care. It's like not even on my mind. Like it maybe once was many years ago and that's freedom. That is like true freedom. And I just share this message because I see, I see this, I see this a lot. I see this a lot with people even like later on in their years of life, like, you know, in their forties and fifties or of course, I see it a ton with people who are younger. But, you know, if I had if someone had really spoken this to me when I was younger, if I had really taken the time to just sit with myself and to really develop the relationship with myself that I really wanted to have and to really be the person that I wanted to be or or be the person that I wanted to be with. God, my life would have been so, it would have, it would have unfolded so differently than it did. And obviously I don't have any regrets and I don't wish it to be any different. But I do want my story to be an example for maybe somebody who can identify and maybe wants something different than what they've experienced in the past or than what they're experiencing right now. And I I just have to say, I truly believe in the power of intention and vision and letting that be a guide for our life. I mean, that's, that's what the coaching perspective is, in my opinion, and that is what coaching is, is acknowledging the past and acknowledging where I came from and seeing how that's contributed to my life today and how it's brought me to where I am now and and holding space for that and processing that, obviously, that's important to, to hold space for. But also, having, having, um, some nurture, some some nurturing towards what it is that I want to create in my future, and like, and what what I want that to look like, what do I want it to feel like, and is that something that I'm embodying now. Are those things? Are those values? Or are those attributes something that I'm experiencing now with myself? And if they are, like, I, you know, it's like I'm wondering if I am truly experiencing those things. Like, I'm wondering if I even, I mean, actually, this is my truth right now. Me experiencing those things that I want to have in a relationship, I don't even feel the need for a relationship. Like, there is no need. It's more of like a something that I am trusting will happen in its own divine timing, if or when that day ever comes in my future. And if it doesn't come, I'm okay. Like, that's okay. I am perfectly okay living the rest of my life, nurturing my friendships and my family and my community. I have my, my life is rich, so rich with relationships and I I do have a feeling, though, like I, I have a feeling that someone's going to come into my life at some point, and I, and I want to be ready when or if that day ever comes. And so that's what I'm doing now. I'm really focusing on me being the best me that I can be for me and for sharing my life with the people that are already in it and going to be in it in my future. Anyways, yes, God, this topic is just like, I feel like it's so needed for us to talk more about Developing this relationship with ourselves and and maybe abstinence is a vehicle to create that and I'm really glad that i that I'm choosing this path for myself right now and it's interesting I will say that I've come across many different friendships of mine who are in the same boat and I think I, I think I know at least three or four friends off the top of my head who have gone about the same length that I have of abstinence and um, and celibacy and have created a really fulfilling experience out of life because of it so anyways I'm so glad that I get to be here and share this part of my journey with you and thank you for listening and being here I'm honored that I get to do this with you and I would love to be a part of your journey in a deeper way if that feels aligned if if it is you're welcome to Reach out to me on any of my social media platforms at Amber Brown Short or on my website, which is amberbrownshort.com. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much.